Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and sitting to the left of me is the great Oscar Taeda. Hello. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. And to my right, weighing in at 155 pounds, hailing from San Pedro, California, Buck Perez. Yes, 156, actually. Only Thank 156. You, Molly Hugna. Molly Hugna. Only 156. Well, no, I have... I haven't weighed myself in like 10 years, but it was 150-something back then. Yeah. I'm dropping a two. I'm not. I'm a good 225. <laughs> Beefy. No, no, literally. You're seriously 225? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yep. Holy shit. Right. And, and I'm a little taller than you, know? Yes. Yeah, that's shocking. All right, I got to tell it. Um, <laughs> back in the day uh, when Oscar and I used to work together at for the uh, fine Sears and Robot company selling refrigerators, we have to, used to have to wear suits. Sure. <laughs> oh, 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 I know where you're going with this. And Oscar, over a certain period of time, began to rapidly gain weight. Mm. Yeah. And you ballooned from what? Probably about like 160 to about 210? Because you were. Yeah, and I still tried to wear the, the, the 36 pa- size pants. So we went out to lunch, and this guy was getting the back of our buddy's car. <laughs> okay. And split his pants. No, he didn't. <laughs> like you da- split your pants. Split the pants. Oh my! Like down God. the I had ass. To drive home. From like the chode <laughs> to like where a tramp stamp would go. Like it's just basically like white underwear hanging out of his pants. Just trying to get into a car. It was really sad. <laughs> wow. How did you- but really, I mean, why didn't you buy bigger pants, man? You're just holding on. Like these still look good. Yeah, exactly. these these That's are looking it. better every day. Yeah, the tighter they get, you know. I like, was too oh, poor man. to buy another pair of Dockers. And you worked at Sears. And I worked. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I worked because I worked at Sears. <laughs> okay, I was too I poor you. to buy another, buy another pair of Dockers. Now, how was that drive back to change your pants when you're driving back home to get a new pair of pants? And what were you thinking about? Like, was it? I'm imagining that's a life-changing moment. That's Do you go, well, I'll just buy bigger pants, or do you go, I'll go on a diet? Because that's two different philosophies on life, really. No, no, I just bought a bigger pair of pants. Yeah, there you go. Good, good, good. Yeah. No, no, and then since then, you know, I tried the diet once, and it worked. I'm yeah. just too lazy to, to do the diet, so then I ballooned up again, and now I'm at a cool 225. <laughs> Honestly, you don't weigh 225, really? No, yeah, I do. Holy crap. You look I, like, I wear it well. It's not like you're like buff, you know, and you got like 250 pounds of muscle or something like no, that. No. That's not happening here. No, no. That is not happening. But you're, you're not obese. You're not fat. I am, but... I don't, I don't consider you... You don't visually... Well, thanks. All right. I think you once said that you're built for comfort, not for speed. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and as I once told my family upon the second time I was kicked out of college, yeah. um, we were having a, a, a family dinner or whatever, and I said, look... So I was tired of getting shit because like, my sister would like start railing on me because she like had like a master's degree, one class for a master's degree, and, and I got kicked out of college. I eventually finished, but um, I said, look, I'm a show horse, not a race horse. I gotcha. I, 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 you bring me around, I make jokes, I go home. You're a show pony. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not here to really contribute anything to society. Right. For m- most part, I'm here to waste people's time. <laughs> You're all pomp and circumstance. I'm just, it's all show, yeah. all hat, no cowboy. Wow. <laughs> all right. And that's being said by Sarah in the bedroom. Yes. Every day. yes all yes. hat, no cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's like this show right here. It's uh, Once again, we're uh, four minutes in. You've learned nothing. Nope. <laughs> There's nothing you could take from this. It's n- Except for my ass crack was showing in a parking lot one day. It's visualizing Oscar Toledo's ass crack is about all you got. Yeah. 
But anyway, thank you for joining us on the Far Out Podcast. We've been having a great time doing this show. Uh, we are happy to do this show. We're going to continue doing this show as long as I have microphones and a garage to record it in. But that being, was, that being said, that being said, oh, has that become a new thing that I do like on every? That being said, <laughs> that being said, yes. <laughs> Just point it out. As I digress, <laughs> and or as Buck would say, irregardless. <laughs> 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 was the pompous ass laugh but thank you <laughs> we hear it again yeah that was, oh man that was it that was the sound bite right there <laughs> this is it <laughs> don't don't alright don't alright so uh, moving on uh, so uh, I've been thinking like, you know, we, we have a certain uh, demographic to our show. Like, there's a certain audience. Like, I, I feel like uh, the people who listen to our show from looking at the numbers we get back, because we actually do, we have a little bit of research going on at Far Out, trying to uh, determine the amount of people listening, where they live. We're profiling them. We are profiling. We're profiling. Yes, uh, racially. <clears throat> As um, opposed to feeling them up like the TSA. We are profiling. Yes, we are profiling, trying to figure out who listens we, to the show. We got to do either or. Profile or feel, we're profiling. We wish we could feel. I want to. But it's all dudes. In the future, we'll be feeling. I'm always amazed when a female listens to the show. Whenever we, yeah. <laughs> but uh, mm. so in, in, in doing the, the research for the show, first of all, the, the first thing that amazes me is always the where the people come from that listen to the show. Because uh, for the most part, probably 75% of the people who listen to the show are Americans. But we have a pretty good, like maybe 8%. Oh, sorry, are Canadian I was gonna say Norwegian. No, 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 no. We don't get any downloads out of Norway. Strangely, we get a lot of we get. Uh, the cool thing is we're getting a lot out of the UK these days, which we didn't have. Like the old show we had, I was like, man, do we have any you know English listeners? And I look, we didn't have too many. But this show, strangely, maybe it's the music we play, but we do have more people in the UK uh, listening, which is kind of weird. And um, we have UK, Canada, of course. We have a lot of Australian listeners. And by the way, if you're not in the continental United States, I mean, Hawaiians, cool. Alaskans, cool. Uh, totally acceptable. So send us an email or like post at uh, show at faroutpodcast.com or post on the website saying, hey, I'm not from your place, but I still get the show and I like it and it's fun. Or I'm from another country and your show sucks, whatever, you know. But we do get people like in Italy listen to the show, South Korea. Um, I think some people probably servicemen listening to the show, which I think is cool. Like, let us know. If, like, if you're in a foxhole sitting there and some like Afghani guys are shooting at you or whatever you're doing, or maybe you're just sitting on the 33rd parallel in uh, South Korea board. Now, <laughs> do we have any North Korean listeners? You said South. Do we got North? Have we invaded? Uh, we have yet to break, but the first time I see on that map North Korea show up, um, call me. Buying you guys beers. <laughs> I'll text you. All right, cool. North K is Korea is on the map. That's awesome. So uh, and we can start telling them shit about freedom. Be like, yo, your place sucks, dude. You live in the worst place in the world. I would rather live in Bellflower than live where you live. <laughs> hey man, if bombs start coming over right now, we are you know off the shore right now. We are close to Bellflower, understandable. There are some tensions, yes. Uh, so in other ways, also, you know, there is something cynical going on. Where you're like, what do people who are of, I would say, probably a 65% male, 35% female between the ages of 
15 and there's some some older about 15 maybe 35 or whatever there's some people in their 50s that listen but i i sometimes try to figure out you know what are people talking about you know just to do something interesting and i thought of the other day i I assume most of our listeners there's two things they like they like watching history channel uh talk about hitler okay (laughs) and they like that's been determined all by todd by the way that is (laughs) mine That is Todd's uh, Pew Research study. <laughs> Pew Research. <laughs> yeah, this, and uh, that's what you came up with. There. I figured that out. That's probably one thing in common of our listeners. And then B, the second part is they probably also like Shark Week. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's a good call. Everybody knows what Shark Week is, right? It's where they sure. have an entire week dedicated to like great white sharks and stuff. So I figured on this show, if there was some way that we could have Hitler Shark Week... <laughs> Wow. On the show, we do an episode called Hitler Shark Week, and I guarantee we will get in maybe the top 50 on iTunes comedy. Right. Like, we will be in Keith and the Girl Country in terms of uh, numbers. We will be a pretty good podcast wow. numbers. We will be, uh, you know, comedy death rate. We'll be right in the, the, the upper echelons because we, we break into the top 200, but we have yet to really get up there uh, and get, get the uh, big time with the big folks. You know, the, with the you look nice today's of the world. So I'm just trying to figure out maybe Hitler Shark Week, we uh, discuss the Hitler shark that has been recently discovered. Or I don't know quite how to do it. <laughs> how are we bringing, how do you bring that, broach that subject is what you're saying, yes. Yeah, how, I mean, how do we talk about Hitler and sharks in the same way? Like maybe possibly we can talk about like the sharks from, um, what was that play? Deep Blue Sea? Good, That's good, a good movie, good. yeah. I'm thinking West Side Story. I'm like thinking the Jets a and the se- sequel to Deep Blue Sea with Hitler. Or, <laughs> I'm not saying with Hitler, or OG, but Spawn of Hitler. You know, they got his DNA or something like that cooking oh. around. Yeah. And then so, Hitler is out on an ocean liner rig. You know, they've got, <laughs> they've got that. And then some hounds on the rig. And it's like submerged. And then there's a shark coming after Hitler. Yeah, the problem is because you have to just get... Not bad? No, no, I think you have good. a good point, but we Deep have Deep Blue Sea 2. Hello, Cool J in it again. Revenge of Hitler. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Sam Jackson? Samuel L. Jackson was in that too. I saw your wheels working. Yes, he was in that for like two seconds. And he's like railing and then the shark eats him. Yep. Yeah, the awesome. problem is that none of Hitler's advisors at any point are just like, Dice, Dice Captain. I d- Wait, that was Scottish. <laughs> dice Captain? They're it's never a leprechaun. Like, Give me some dice, Captain. <laughs> the whole, what was that? I got a seven, Captain. He's dining, Feigen. But and then, like, we'll, uh, I'm going to say it first yeah, in German, and then we'll figure it out. Dies Feigen, Neigen, Nugen, Heigen, Weigen. But basically, they're telling Hitler, they're just like, just, just get out of the water. <laughs> the, hit, the Hitler shark can't eat you there. Das. The shark, Hitler. Yeah. And Hitler, but the whole time Hitler just keeps forgetting and he's like, I need to go swim. And, and then the bad <laughs> thing about Hitler is he's German, so he has very bad taste in swimwear. Ah. So he wears these very short shorts. Oh, it's not like the full piece? Like the full piece thing? Yeah. That could be, I think it's more, it's more the short, like Speedo kind of like Borat. the mankini back in the day? <laughs> the mankini? No, not the, well, it was like a two piece for guys, you know, yeah. or it was a one piece thing, like the 20s. Yeah, that shit was the awesome. The Dixieland band hat. I'm gonna rock that. Yeah. No, no, it's Hitler and some really bad speedos. Like oh. it's Hitler looking like Greg Louganis. <sighs> yeah, it's not good. And then, then like uh, Goring, his buddy, who's just hanging out with him the whole time, who just keeps telling him, "Hitler, don't go in the water." And he's like, uh, you know, he's just like, "But Hitler wants to swim." <laughs> and then Hitler gets in the water, and then he's like, "Oh." 
the Fuhrer is being chased by a shark. And then he gets back out of the water. And then it, Hitler just keeps, he's a terrible memory. And it happens daily. Yeah. It's kind of like Memento. He <laughs> yes. just forget everything just, happens just, backwards. Just keeps going back to the pool to be chased by a shark. Yes, yes. All right, well. Once Hit- and then there's a third one, which is the tagline is, once Hitler thought it was safe to go back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hilarious. So maybe at some point we could try to get together Hitler Shark Week, because I think that would definitely propel our numbers northwards. Not that we're doing bad, but, uh, you know. Just saying. Deep Blue Sea, too. Other thing in the news is... Uh, Wait, what, what's the line I always use you are making fun of me for earlier, Buck? Uh, in other... No, no. In other words? No? It was, it was, it was just two minutes ago, Buck. Jesus Christ. The, the recall on this man is... Hey, if I can't remember it, or if you're not, then I don't feel so bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I can't remember shit, that's like, oh, shit, wait. But if you're sitting right next to me, you can't remember neither. In other words, no. Uh, that being said. That, that being said. That being said. That being said. Wu-Tang is for the children. This episode of Far Out Podcast is brought to you by Massengill Mouthwash. Try our new Summer's Eve fresh scent. Got an opinion? Email us at show at faroutpodcast.com to stream the show, read talent bios, subscribe through iTunes, and see pictures. Go to faroutpodcast.com. I was talking to a guy the other day at work, and uh, he was talking about a buddy of his who was dating a chick. And by about the third, it was second date or third Second date, he sent over the first junk shot. Oh, right. Ooh. Right, right, right. Like he texted her a that's shot. A, of that's a bold move. Second date. Second. Now, that's a bold move. Now, Buck, you're the only single guy at the table. Oscar's uh, taken. He lives with a lady. <laughs> Take it for. Uh, I, you guys just saw her a second ago. Um, right. What's your I, name again? Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. And, um, Buck, you're the only single guy here. So I want to know this. At what point in the dating process, because you are now a cell phone having guy, right? At what point in the dating process do you prefer? Because I, I, I guess to I me, got a, I got a pretty good cell phone too, and it, it can actually like you know I got a fisheye thing, so that helps with the junk shots. You right. know what I'm saying? It kind of like expands it out a bit, you know. <laughs> it's not so cold in the room when you take exactly, it. Exactly, man. I mean, it helps me out. But I think if you do the fisheye lens shot, the dick hole looks massive and the balls look small. Hey, you know. Certain angles, <laughs> Ain't Todd, Todd, with that. Todd. I, I, I am a photographer. I know the angles. You know what I'm saying? But um, you get a hipstomatic shot of your dick. The dickstomatic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the dickstomatic. Here is little buck. But I'm sorry. Your, your question was at uh, what point? At what point? Because you're the only guy dating on the thing. And uh, uh, at what point have you ever? A have you ever sent one? B when do you think it's appropriate? Because evidently it's now appropriate. No. I, I'm with my woman. I would never show her shot of my dick. First of all, she knows what it looks like. Right. She's done with it. But I'm I'm old school like you, Todd. I'm not with the new hip crowd. And I don't know what's going on with the kids, but as far as I hear, that is it's pretty prevalent, especially with younger kids nowadays. Yowza! Oh, earthquake. Especially with younger kids nowadays to do that very early on. Very early on. Like, right. like as it gets to know you, like, hey, hey, hey. Here's you know, my wang. Look at that. Yeah, right. Like, I, I don't think it should be done probably until maybe the 10th year anniversary, you know, when you're, you're at the table. And you're having you're having the ten year anniversary, and you say, "Here's your gift," you know. Bam, bam, you know. Whip Here's out a, a photo of junk. 
you know and i'm not just talking a regular kodak i'm talking professionally lit you know everything's going on we got some olin mill shot <laughs> we got a reflectors we got everything going on here we got you know a hair light for the hair <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and a light for the man himself you know the subject so and the subject the subject and that's what that's what my thought was because uh, when oscar and i used to work in the mall or uh, back in the day when we were in college um, when Oscar wasn't busy ripping his pants, we were buying pizza on <laughs> the mall. And right next to the pizza place, there was a thing called Glamour Shots. And at Glamour Shots is where women, girls would go and they would get all dolled up and they'd get this soft focus shot. Cholas mostly. Yes, Cholas. Cholas mostly. Hispanic females and Asian girls were big fans of this. Yes. And they would basically do this so Glamour Shot that would make you look beautiful and you get all these prints and you send them to your friends. And it's very soft focus. That's that's the uh, term for it. It's very, you know. Yeah. It would make any girl look good looking with bad skin or that was overweight or they knew the right angles to take the shots. And good looking girls never got glamour shots taken. And right. then sometimes if you were an ugly woman and you had an ugly child, you would both take a glamour shot together right. and give it out for a Christmas present <laughs> or blow it up really big and put it over the fireplace. Are, are any of you guys lucky enough to have Facebook friends that have glamour shots as their photo shot on Facebook? Because oh, I do. Really? Yes. Don't name, name names, please. Well, a lot of my Direct fr- us to these no. shots. In, in defense, a lot of my friends are photographers. Okay. And all, all they do is take pictures of people and sometimes have people take pictures of them so mm. yeah we have right. we have quite a few head and shoulder shots i think my first shot that we used for the show where i looked like a kind of psychopath mm-hmm. kind of kind of very very mad individual <laughs> that was up on the website for a while that was taken you know by another photographer but you know it was a very glamour shot it, it was me going right but it wasn't glamour shot in the uh no but, in the natural sense of you know what you envision us a glamour shot like, well a good glamour like, shot has a has a dolphin has a dolphin <laughs> this one has we a saw had a uh, the one at the glamour shots at the Dalamo Mall in Torrance right where they filmed Jackie Brown uh, right behind the girl it'd be the, the picture of the girl in some weird uh, shoulder revealing dress okay right. now the front of this glamour shots they have the example photos and there was a very voluptuous very voluptuous Hispanic girl with long Excuse me, with long black hair and excuse me, I got a case of the papers. I got a case of the. This girl is just making me a gashel. Good lord! So what happens is this girl, she has the long hair and she has the uh, ocean background. Right. Even though she was from Wilmington, (laughs) she should have just had the refinery. She's all chola. And then she had a picture of a dolphin leaping behind her, superimposed. So nice. there's a dolphin near each ear, jumping towards the big oh. hair in the front. Oh, she's in the middle. I get it. Yeah, right. kind of like like a, a dolphin rainbow type thing going <laughs> exactly. on, and it's in her right in the head. Yeah. So my thought was, I think a good way to make some money would be to have a store instead of glamour shots. It's called junk shots. Ah. And so that you get professionally taken shots of your penis. Junk shot. Yeah. Junk shot for the guys, okay? Yeah. Because junk is guy stuff. Girls aren't sending junk shots. Yeah, I would, I would never refer that's to That's inappropriate. Right. You know, that's kind of degrading to women, too. We call it gash or hatchet. <clears throat> I'm speaking for the ladies. All right, just on this one, this is just for, just for ladies out there. Mm. Not jock sh- uh, junk shot. Twat shot. All right? Oh, boy. Twat shot. That's good. Oh, All right? 
as you know, just putting it out there. Now it should be the store. With shots with a Z. Ooh. Now let's keep it. Let's keep it sexy with an S. Let's right. keep it sexy. All right. Let's so keep it sexy. I'm thinking. So you could go to the mall, and if you're a guy, maybe um, the size of your penis isn't that uh, wowing. These people can take different angled shots of it to make it look good. They'd also groom the genitals. And they they yeah. give you a really nice different set of BMPs and JPEGs after maybe putting makeup <laughs> on the penis. Maybe if you have a discolored penis, maybe you have vitiligo on your penis. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Jackson. They took pictures of my penis. Again. And my genitals. It was very... My buttock. No, I'm not Jack the Ripper. I'm not Jack the Ripper. They took these photos. I never hurt the children. <laughs> But right. they did that, and it was humiliating. <laughs> so humiliating. All right, it's just ignorance. It's just ignorance. Ignorance. <laughs> you know that bucket's ignorant. I know. So let's say that you had, maybe you're coming on a first date, and you realize that nowadays the requisite thing you have to do is send a junk shot. So maybe you go to junk shots, mm-hmm, phone, and then you get a really nice shot taken. Like you get the pubes. Sure. Separated, you get maybe what they call the beefsteak Charlie haircut, like from the twenties, like the wow. guy on the Monopoly Whoa. thing, like okay. with the pubic hair. Go you on, get if go you're a girl, it. you get maybe a good landing strip, or no one likes a landing strip, or you no. get like shaved like baby for the guys who like that. Not myself, or you get like a. An, I prefer, <laughs> every, everything Todd's labor, I was like, not me though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like a I like a one, like you know, go to the you go I to the barber you. and he gives you I'm a one. Like I like a golden mm. one. I like a little bit. Of, I like it to be. Some. I feel like it's of age. I gotcha. And so, anyway, would you want the six o'clock shadow on a on a, on a spot shot? I like her to look a little bit like George Michael. Oh, like a little five o'clock kinda, shadow, kind of George Michael Faith. Yeah, is that what you're talking? Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's nice. Jesus, it's good. Beautiful. <laughs> Sculpted. Comparing a woman's vagina to a, a gay man. Yes. Right. <laughs> all right. We all have our own thing. <laughs> I'm just breaking it down, man. Just breaking I feel like you're judging. No, no, no judgment. Going. So, no you know, I, I think we'd, we'd make a lot of money if we do this. Like, Buck, you could be the photographer. Oscar, I feel like you could be the, the hairstylist. I'll be the groomer. And uh, Lucky you, yes. Yeah. And the fluffer. Part-time, uh, fluff. no Part-time fluffer. I'll fluff. Oh, and then with the women just also. Just that out there. Also with the women, I'll do the tucking. Oh. Under certain circumstances, you have to make sure everything's inside. That needs to be inside. What if she's had some kids? I hear you. And she's she's on her first J date after getting a, a a messy divorce. Yeah, that is a sticky situation, Todd. Yes. Well, you know, only done correctly. Todd will also recommend some Kegel exercises. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll come in with like a doctor's robe on, with like a stethoscope. I'll be like, we'll be like the Marx Brothers, and I'll walk in and I'll be like, oh well, it looks like she needs a little uh, side. Let me hear your heartbeat, Mrs. <laughs> and then I put it up to the junk, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Hmm, you need to watch some Oprah. <laughs> and then I put it on the belly, and I'm like, hmm, tortoise. <laughs> and then, then Oscar comes in, like, miming stuff with just, like, a horse, like, He's the Groucho. Or, I'm sorry, no, the Harpo. 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 And then Buck comes in and just starts talking wildly backwards in Italian. He's I'm like, Zeppo, yeah. Who did it tell you? Who did it tell you? It was a vagina and putting in there and putting the beefcakes away. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just keep saying that. I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. Sure. And then, <laughs> and then Oscar goes, boop. And the buck goes, irregardless. <laughs> it would be great. I think we could make a lot of money out of that. We do it on the Dalama Mom. They know. It make, can happen. Twat shots. 
junk. What was it? Junk stop? Maybe it could be junk stop. <laughs> That's even better. It's like wing stop. Like wing stop, yeah. <laughs> junk stop. No, we could do like, you know, when you go to the mall. I can think of this all day. This is good. When they go to the mall and they have the gap, and then they have the gap for men and the gap for women on two different sides. Like they have the cowboy with no shirt on, and that's how you know that's the oh, dude. Oh, so one. it's one store. And then the I other. Gotcha. But then they're right next to each other. And then they have, you have like the, you know, the picture of, um, I don't know, whoever the hot gap guest girl is these days. I don't know. Guest girl, guest man. So just something to think about, guys. It, it is a business venture, and I do have venture capital. So I will consider it. Hmm. Any man who steals a TV off of somebody's uh, house in Wilmington and then explodes it well, in someone else's house. <laughs> Just not a VC with a lot of credibility. You got to do what you got to do. Fiction. Excellent. Go. Excellent. Go. Don't blame me, is the voice. Very good. Excellent. Very good. That being said, it's time to pander. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and once again, it looks like we are going to. The book. Yes. Book of Life. So uh, we did our uh, show about uh, last week, two weeks ago, uh, where we revealed secrets that were hidden in my diary from when I was in high school. Yes. And we got some good responses from that. So, you know, like anything, when you get a good response, it's time to milk it till it's not funny anymore. (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, we got some good responses. So I want to read some further. Please, Tom. All Um, right. Intimate moments from my life between the years of 1992 and 1996. Um, it's, very, it's very revelatory. So we're going to start off with the one I just happened to find. This is from June 10th, 1992, which what, is a Wednesday. What was going on in 1992 for you? Well, 1992, I was, uh, I believe in June, I was uh, just getting out of my freshman year in high school. Uh, Nevermind was at the top of the charts. Right. That's right. Uh, Bill, Clinton, Bill Clinton's presidency had just begun. Or no, wait, he probably started in 93. He was like in 92. <clears throat> he had just played Arsenio Hall. With the sax. Yeah, like that's right. a few weeks earlier. Yeah. So this is big time. Right, right. So uh, June 10th, 1992, which is a Wednesday. My allergies have getting, gotten much better. Yesterday morning, I went to the doctor. He gave me some medicine. Oh. Then that night, I went to give Woody some uh, Woody, my hamster, some lettuce, and he was dead. Oh, oh man. man. I'm still really sad. Oh, Todd, I'm I, sorry. I know. I buried him in the lawn. I feel real sad when I think about him. I think it was because he ate something that wasn't good for him when he got out of his cage last week. He got out a lot. Mom is also very sad. But on a happier note, mm-hmm. only seven more days of school and we get our annuals today. Actually, I don't think Mom was that sad. Mom was probably like, yes, you know. Find it bizarre I had a hamster named there go, Woody. There goes the rat. <laughs> anyway. Oscar, would you give me a beer? I've got a... Anything else, sir? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so, I got about the thing in my hand. God, I'm such an asshole. I think at one point earlier, too, Todd asked Oscar to get something. And I just want to point out, I was really closer to getting it. Yeah. Like, like Oscar had to go around the table. Like, pass me to get it. And I was just wondering why, why he asked Oscar to get it. But now I'm I, all locked but in. But now here. I realize it's just, yeah, it's just he likes asking Oscar to do shit. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> June 21st, 1992. Today was the first day of summer. I went to go see Sister Act at the theater. Oh, oh man. Really? Yeah. Whoopi? By yourself? Yeah. This is, like, this is like Whoopi. This movie was like Whoopi on her own. You know, she just got recognized for Ghost. That's right. And and now it's like Whoopi's Whoopi's time. 
And so Todd's like, I got to see this. By yourself? Uh, yes, I do believe <laughs> I probably saw the... Wasn't she like a criminal did, that went to like, a church? Yeah, she went there and then she had like Lauren Hill. Did sing. you know Lauren Hill was in that? No, yes. that was the Lauren? second one, wasn't it? No, no, who cares? They all bleed together. Why do I even they know that bleed, that was the they second all bleed one? Together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> First of all, you don't know the plot points, and then, and then you're pointing out that Lauren Hill was in the second one. Hold on a second. That was number two. Monday, June 15th, 1992. It's the last week of school. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, Corey, Matt, and I are going to the theaters at the Old Town Mall because it's the first night we're going to see Wayne's World. Mm. This was like a pivotal movie for you. I know. It'll be fun on Friday. Oh, wait. Friday, June 19th, 1992. Yesterday was the last day of school. Nobody goes on Friday. The teachers uh, don't even care. Yeah. Last night, Grandma and I bought tickets for Batman Returns. Oh, cool. I went with my friend Jim, Corey, and we saw Matt and my friend Burton there. I was getting ready for Jim to come and get me at 11 this morning. And as I was getting some socks out of my drawer, a glass Coke bottle fell from on top of the shelf above my dresser. <laughs> okay. It hit me on the top of my head. Oh, Jesus. I bled onto my hand. <laughs> I thought I would not make it you to the You wrote mo- that? I bled onto my hand. <laughs> I bled onto my hands. I thought I would not make it to the movies. But I called my mom and she came over. Grandma came also. They looked at my head. Grandma cleaned it up. She's an RN. Hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm. And then I went to the show with a slight headache and also a bump on the head. Did you have a concussion? <laughs> Probably. Uh, in uh, current NFL rules, yes, it would be a concussion. <laughs> right. If a glass bottle fell on your head, yeah. Did, did you did you cry? Was it like a Mexican Coke bottle? Yeah. Well, here, okay. I'll tell, well, let me just finish this reading here. Oh, come on. Uh, the movie was really good. I'll probably see it again. So what happened was I was getting ready to see the movie and I had. Uh, a dre- dressers, and then I had uh, like a shelf on top of the dressers. So okay. way up towards the top of the ceiling were the things I put on top of the thing on top of my dresser. And so it was about, I don't know, eight feet high, maybe three feet above my head or whatever at that time. This is the big wood thing you had, right? I had a big wood That's thing above it. I remember that. So what happened was on top of that was a Coke bottle, like a Mexican Coke bottle, like a huge, like foot tall, Echo in Mexico. Because Mexican... Coke bottles, you know, the Coke in those is gold. Yeah, it's that's, not, a, that's the best Coke on earth. It's real yeah. sugar. It's not high fructose corn syrup that's, or whatever. That's the rumor. That's <laughs> what everyone says. Everyone always brings up, oh, it's the sugar. It's the real sugar in there. But. I think it's the water. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a crack that's on the top of the thing, yeah. It probably still has Coke in it, yeah, exactly. like cocaine. I'm <laughs> telling you, I think it's a crack. But yeah, that's the funny thing. How come in Mexico they get the good shit? That much more discerning soda taste right. than they do in America? Americans yeah. will buy anything. Mexicans are very particular about their soda. They know their sugar. You ever seen anybody come back from Mexico with like a pack of Marlboro Lights and they're like, these are much better than the ones you can buy in America? They're like, it's the same. Yeah, they taste like pencils. Yeah. (laughs) Right, yeah. That's a good point. So I was trying to get my socks out of the drawer. So I was kind of shaking the drawer and because they were stuck because there was like too much like underwear and sock in the top drawer. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't get it open. So I started shaking. Now, as I'm shaking, I'm looking down at the drawer, not knowing that on top of me there is a bookshelf Going back and forth with a large glass Coke bottle. Nice. So I'm just shaking it, shaking it. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, bing, the bottle falls and lands right on the crown of my head. <clears throat> and what are you thinking? Are you thinking it's the bottom base or the, 
the top part that you drink there. Dude, it fucking hurt. Because if, if it was a base, yeah, that shit would hurt. That shit would hurt a lot. It hurt like hell. And all I remember is I don't know what happened. Because first of all, it's like from behind. Like, I don't know what happened. just landed on my head. Like, you don't know what happened. So I just like, I fall onto my bed. And I'm like, oh, shit, ass, mother, monkey. And I look at my hand. And there's like blood all over my hand. I'm like, shit. And then I'm like, what happened? Like, did God hit me? Was I smited? I was smited <laughs> by you Zeus. You got smited? You're, you're not that lucky. You're no. not that special. No. So I, I look down, I see the blood, and then I see the Coke bottle on the, the, the ground, so I realized it was going to be a bad day. So what happened was I, I, went, I, I wore a hat to the movie because there was all this blood caked on my head. Okay. <laughs> and seriously, your mom and... I'm sorry, Grandma? Yeah. Who Grandma was a, was a registered, registered nurse. You keep saying that. It sounds to me you had you had a concussion. Oh, yeah. Like you had a concussion. Had you said you had a, asleep, you said you you had a headache the full, the full time of the movie? Yeah, they you, just kept saying don't fall asleep. You, yeah, exactly. You, yeah. Had a, you had a concussion. So mm. my medical opinion, you shouldn't have gone to a theater, which is kind of dark. And What time was the movie? Uh, I don't know. It was like an afternoon oh, showing. Well, mm, Todd and his matinees. Yeah. <laughs> well, I went with people this time, which was good for me. <laughs> At least you didn't go alone, yes. All right, more. November 21st, 1994. Uh, this is like my junior year. Mm. I haven't written for a while. Today I had a usual day at school. I showed some people my new haircut. Last Thursday... <laughs> what a I'm sorry, what? What? This is, beca- this is becoming another one of those drunken shows, like the last hour. No, Irish no, show. it's not. We're it's not. Go, ahead. go ahead. Good. Good. Sorry. We're doing good. I had a usual day at school. I showed some people my new haircut. Last Thursday, I got my head shaved by John Wen at Steve's house. He cut it way too short, oh, yeah. so I wear a hat to school. Oh, yeah. Oscar, do you remember this? Hell when I was yeah. in high school? Hell yeah. I was going to mention that before you read that. That when you mentioned the fact that you wore a hat to the uh, to the movie theater, <laughs> the one time I saw Todd in a North High School uh, Saxon hat was because his hair was buzzed. Yeah, we <laughs> weren't allowed to wear hats at school because it was like gang affiliated or whatever, so you couldn't wear like hats, but or Raider gear or whatever. But you could wear a North High School like our our high school hat, right? And so I wore that because my friends uh, dared me and peer pressured me, and as we've said before on the show, I give in to peer pressure whenever applicable. Quite easily, yes. So they, they shaved my head, and so I looked like an AIDS patient, so I ended up getting, <laughs> getting the lead role in the p- school yeah, you, play where I died of AIDS. You, you like me. <laughs> what? She had a school play where like one of the kids got AIDS, so they gave me the lead role, and I won Best Actor. Oh, no. So convincing. North, <laughs> high, North high times. Yeah, Oscar's walking out on this one. He's had enough. Uh, let's see. We've done three episodes so far for Teen Talk. Mm. Um, we did uh, on stock car racetracks, a trip to the Best Burger in Torrance, <sighs> and uh, next week we take a karate lesson. I did a, a public access show, which was quite funny yeah. for the city of Torrance when I was a teenager. It's the first thing you're known for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently I'm working on college applications. Oh, I thought this was going to something interesting. Yeah, what happened? I thought this, yeah. this was happening. Grind. Um, yeah, we're going to Lollapalooza. Which year? What year is it? 94. Isn't that the first one? No. Yeah. Uh, 92 was the first one, wasn't it? 91? Oh, yeah. We, we saw Green Day, The Breeders. Nah, that was not the first one. First one was uh, Jane's Addiction. All that. George Clinton. Hey, I was at that one. It was at, uh, what? 
Dominguez yeah. Hills. Yeah, yeah, Cal State Dominguez. Yeah, I was there. George Clinton shudder to think Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, a tribe called Quest, the Far Side Beast, and the Beastie Boys. Jeff wanted to leave early, so he missed the Smashing Pumpkins. And Smashing Pumpkins, yeah. You, right. You, you, you did miss Smashing Pumpkins. You missed the pumpkins. That's too bad. Oh, I know, right? Especially back then. Maybe not now. But. They played uh, that one song from the single soundtrack that I like a lot. Oh, uh, Drown? Drown. Yeah, it's Drown. yeah they, they played that, yeah. Hmm. And that's like a 20-minute, you know. That was, yeah, right. that was pretty good. I missed that shit because we had left after the Beastie Boys were like, all right, it's not getting any better than that, and we just left. <laughs> Why would you have such a jaded opinion back then? <laughs> I didn't. Jesus, that's it. No, my friends didn't. It's over. Them. It's over, yeah. If we die on the ride home, that's, it's worth it. That's basically like dropping the mic. Just, <laughs> it's over. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sexual chocolate, that shit. To finish off the show. All right. Wednesday, March 8th, 1995. Oh. Today, me, Steve, and Ryan went to K-Rock for Loveline. Oh, cool. It was yeah. fun. Uh, we almost got lost getting there. It was in Burbank. And I'm sorry, Todd. Host of Loveline back then? Uh, Ricky Rackman. Oh. This was in the dark times between yeah, Poor Man, who was great. That's some shitty days. And Adam you. Carolla, who was even better. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But um, we did it for Teen Talk for the Torrent City Cable show we were on. We got to go on Loveline. So That's this cool, is my huh? diary entry for that. We cool. almost got lost getting there. It was in Burbank. We got good interviews from Dr. Drew, Ricky Rackman, and Sluggo. Remember what Sluggo? a tool. Yeah. Yeah, and the uh, call screeners. There are no celebrity guests. I got to say a few things on air. Mm. Steve said how he heard his mom having sex on the show. Nice. I did a plug for Teen Talk. It was great seeing the show behind the scenes. Our mic broke, so we used theirs for half of the night. It should make a good segment on the show. So that was kind of cool. That was like one of the moments maybe where I got most interested in radio was because we got to be on Teen Talk. Like we met Dr. Drew and he was totally nice. And Rick, Rick, Ricky Rackman. You got Rackman. to be on, sorry, Loveline. You got to be on Loveline. Yeah. Okay. You said Teen Talk. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Teen Talk was the, the, was the yeah, show. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You were on Loveline. And so meeting Dr. Drew. Now, I'm sorry, Todd, but up until this time, I, bel- I thought I was the uh, epi- impetus for uh, you getting into radio. I used to have you on my show all the time, you know, and uh, I thought I was like a mentor yeah, type pop, thing. Popped your balloon there, didn't exactly. you? Exactly. I'm, I'm just kind of <laughs> deflated right now. And uh, yeah, I thought I was more of an influence, but I'm not. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it was Ricky Rackman. It's really Ricky Rackman, <laughs> a fucking douchebag, and Dr. <laughs> and Dr. Drew, yes, who really influenced the man, because there's probably no mention of me in that book. No. No. This is before your later. time. Yeah, it was before time. Before I met you. But uh, the, the funny thing was that we got in there. This is the Old Testament of Todd. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's the Old Testament. It's BC. It's a buck. Uh, pre-buck. Yeah. <laughs> PB. Good save. So what happened was we, we were in there and we got to meet Dr. Drew. And Dr. Drew was really cool. And then Ricky Rackman, we were filming. And Ricky Rackman got pissed at Drew. And so he made us turn off the camera. And then Dr. Drew told us, he's like, no, keep the camera on. But we got to talk a little bit on the air. So that was cool. And then shortly after that... Uh, I don't know. Then, then began my interest in such things. So really, right on. Well, I did broadcasting for Teen Talk. So maybe one day we'll put those videos on YouTube. You could see a seventeen-year-old uh, Todd like going to slick track race cars and being on leveling. That that'd be pretty hilarious, actually. I'd like to see that because I grew up in not the Torrance district, so I wasn't privy to it. It was huge. So I'd like to thank everybody for uh, listening to the show today. I'd like to thank Oscar Toledo for putting in a grandiose performance once again. Thank you, sir. 
Keep your, don't split your pants on the way out. <laughs> I'll do my best. And Buck Perez once again for being great. And hopefully uh, next week we'll get some John Sowen back on the show. No, no, just to you, Oscar. No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> you looked dejected when you said that. I don't. Yeah, did I hurt I'm, your feelings? I'm a big, I don't give a fuck. Big butt. <laughs> oh, see, see how? Oh, that's how it is. That was that right there. Oh man. Oh really? Get John Sowen back, huh? You hate sexual, John? Sexual you hate John? No, drop, no, I love John. Just drop the mic on your way out. Awesome. You met John before, right? No, I love John. All right. So uh, once again, this is Todd Perry, and uh, you guys have a great weekend. Smiling when you smiling, the whole world smiles with you, baby. baby. Oh, when you laughing, babe, when you laughing, the sun comes shining through. But when you crying, you bring on the rain. So stop your sighing. Be happy again and keep on smiling. Keep on smiling and the whole world smiles.